Good afternoon, and welcome to episode 153 of the Deacon and Co. show, Holy Grail. Yeah. So, ugh, what we got going on today, Deacaholics here, alright, looking at Saturday, January the 27th, and uh, my apologies for uh, not getting back with you guys, it was one of those type of situations where I always feel that you got to mourn the dead. So, you should never really feel, and especially being a sports fan, that it's weird um, for you not to, you know, um, for you to be upset or however long it takes you to get over the situation of your team getting knocked out. So, I gave them a week. The show must go on. Tomorrow on game day is going to be Championship Sunday. We'll talk about that. Hope you all got a chance, or rather... Caught up with the touchdown reports and any prior episodes that you guys had missed in my absence. But I'm back once again. A lot of stuff to discuss on Holy Grail yesterday. I just want to take a moment here as I do uh, all the time. All right. Of, uh, you know, when this these days come and, and they, they happen to come. All right. As you know, often once a year or twice a year, whatever they are for those days that remember. But yesterday, 126. Um, Kobe Bryant was dead four years, and, you know, just, it, it feels just so fast already, four years have gone by, and you can't express enough of the great things that, um, you know, that Kobe did uh, as a human being, as an athlete, and the things, and his drive um, to win, and to be the best, and the Mamba mentality will live on forever, uh, a couple weeks away. From the statue unveiling, which is going to be on February the eighth, two thousand twenty-four, man, like eight two four. I, I mean, this that's that's pretty cliche there. Um, awesome that that's going to happen. So, somebody make a comment like, "Oh, is it not about time that they give him a statue?" Well, this was planned obviously for uh, you know the season doesn't happen in August, so two eight two four. This is an opportunity, and it's going to happen versus the Nuggets on a Thursday night. Before the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be crazy. going to be a crazy event. Um, and when I went out for Shaq's, you know, I got this. I was there to take a picture. And uh, that was really it. I don't know what they're going to do as per se. As if they're going to obviously do something special inside the game itself versus the Nuggets. But catastrophic numbers. They started going down for the tickets. But... Can only imagine that this is going to be nuts. You're probably not going to be able to get anywhere near this thing unless you gamp out there uh, days prior in advance. So not not sure. Not on. The, I'm on the fence about what's going down. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, in Deacon Land. So and I'm on the fence about doing it. I might even just turn around and just roll in there, see the statue, and, and not see the game itself. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but that's to be determined yet. Let's. Uh, Move on and continue on there. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. I miss you. Uh, let's get this out of the way now. We got some birthday shout outs and some Met news. Uh, Met news first. We have a couple of um, new releases uh, that are on Metallica.com as well. Cliff Burton, third edition of the action figure is out. Uh, came out uh, in this week as well. 
Uh, we had Tekken come out uh, a couple days ago on Thursday. It was I gave you guys the 24th and the 26th, but it was actually the 25th that came out. Uh, Tekken 8 there, so check it out. Let me know your thoughts at deaconacoshow at gmail.com. Uh, True Detective, these are all the things I wanted to message to you in my absence. True Detective, uh, going on week three of the new season, so if you haven't had a chance to check it out, uh, make sure that if you haven't seen it yet, this is one of the premier best programs that HBO offered, okay, in its existence, all right? And we got to do that, and coming up, it, we do like a top ten or a top five HBO shows only. We could probably do a top ten. They got a lot, a lot of good shows. Uh, this, this is up there in the top three. Uh, so definitely check it out. And uh, you know, it's it's good to see. Like it's in an Alaska front. You know, so I uh, recap it once it's all done. And wait a couple weeks so that way everybody can make sure that they've seen it or whatnot. So gonna be tomorrow on game day. You're gonna have uh, the third uh, episode of the series uh, coming up for season four. Season four. This is all right. Uh, what else here do we have on the list? Uh, yes, uh, yes, I asked you guys, I had a couple of emails, uh, last couple of weeks, and I did address them, but I want to address it on air as well, uh, for anybody that, a couple of people have reached out to me, thank you guys so much, um, uh, Taylor, and I believe it was Ryan who reached out as well, uh, in regards to the Crash Bandicoot toys, I have actually, Ned was able to find them all and get them all for me, so thank you guys so much for thinking about me, um, if you guys don't want to hang on to them because they're collectibles, just let me know still as well, um, you know, anybody who has them or not, and we'll talk from there, at gmail.com. Uh, birthday shout-outs here. We got some birthdays that happened last week. Uh, Ernie, uh, Project Nine Line, former president, has stepped down from the company for uh, personal reasons. Uh, hope you're doing well, Ernie, and hope you had a great day. Uh, Dister, <laughs> Mister, I, I always say, I'm like, that one was a dister, because I was going to say, Dr. Daryl Brown, Mr. B, happy birthday to him as well. Uh, our good buddy, Lindsay of the Deacon & Co. Show, uh, and our good buddy, Brooke of the Deacon and Co. Show, good friends of the show, um, are also having birthdays on one hand, one's upcoming, so thank you guys all for the tongue twister patience there, but happy birthday to everybody, I hope everybody had a great day. Uh, going on going on our, uh, you know, quick uh, sports update here, alright, and we all know what's going down tomorrow with uh, Championship Sunday, alright, and, and I guess this is, you know, what you're what you're gonna gonna see the best of the best they say here, but uh, a lot of action going on tomorrow as well. Early starts here for some basketball um, uh, for today as well, and and just you know I, I think that everybody like tries to get their basketball and and all of their stuff in before the time of these two games because they know where all the ratings are gonna go, obviously. Uh, which 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 always cracks me up, you know. It really really does always crack me up with that. But uh, as we got today going on, we got a, a real real shit show with two of the worst teams in basketball: the Washington Wizards playing the Detroit Pistons, Miami Heat going to play the Knicks at the Garden, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers and the Denver Nuggets in Denver, and uh, then the Houston Rockets are coming to Brooklyn to play the Nets. Clippers in Boston should be a good game later on that night. Uh, later on tonight in Boston, Utah and uh, Charlotte. New Orleans and Milwaukee, Lakers on ABC playing the Golden State Warriors, and they, they always put this game on primetime, LeBron versus Steph Curry, and um, it, it just, man, it's a find a way, man, it's been back and forth between this series, but as of recently, the Lakers have found they're on the upper edge. Minnesota going to San Antonio in an early final game of the night, and Sacramento going to Dallas at 9 p.m. tonight, so that's kind of early. A lot of college basketball going on today. I hope you guys are getting a chance to enjoy that because I know I am. Uh, 
And then around the hockey world, which today would be the last game before the All-Star break. So next week is going to be the All-Star festivities going on in Toronto. So I'm imagining that see everybody team in action today, which is great. Um, you have Boston going to Philly early. Dallas is hosting Washington. Uh, again, these are all early games. 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock here. San Jose hosting Buffalo and Edmonton hosting Nashville. Red Hot Edmonton. Uh, Arizona is going to Carolina. The Rangers are playing in Ottawa. Montreal and Pittsburgh. New Jersey is going to Tampa Bay. Toronto and Winnipeg. So that is, that's kind of fucked up, okay? Um, you know, you, you turn around and you have these, um... You know, you you have these you basically th- this team who's hosting the All Star game, okay, and then you turn around and you are um, <laughs> you're making them basically turn around and travel out and come back just to play just the one game. And today is one of the big days where everybody's is going to be playing today. Um, there's still a couple of games that uh were had to be played during the week and whatnot, but not everybody. It's only a handful of teams. So, um, that being said. Let's continue on to see what else we got today on the National Hockey League schedule here. Uh, the Toronto Make Believes going to Winnipeg to play that game and coming back to Toronto for the host the All-Star game would indicate that Decoholics, that is a hockey night in Canada tonight. Florida going to play the Islanders. Vegas is in Detroit. Anaheim, Minnesota, Chicago and Calgary, and Columbus and Vancouver. So, yeah, a lot of action going on. You know, as I mentioned there, then you got tomorrow with Championship Saturday, uh, Sunday. Um, Kansas City heading to Baltimore. Detroit going to San Francisco. Uh, I, I mean, look, listen, you, you're going to find yourself here, all right? And, and this will bring us into the hot take, all right? What is, what is the bigger um, upset? The AFC... Or the NFC. Um, well, I I mean, these are the best teams in football for a reason. All right? Those are the four final teams. All right? So sometimes it doesn't pan out that way. Sometimes you get a team that rolls in and that's hot, comes off a couple of games, and they're not maybe the best team that is in this position. Um, right now, this is a very difficult scenario. These are going to be two amazing games to watch, scripted or not. So, big shout-outs to T-Bone, good friend of the Deacon and Coach shows as well. T-Bone is one of the nicest guys ever. Always wants to help everyone. Shout-out podcast every week for everybody to get uh, recognition from other people to get them involved. And it works because, you know, I'm sure there's some folks that listen to this show. Uh, I listen to a couple of the other shows, as I mentioned, uh, on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Now... He makes it to my point that you guys know, you hear it on the touchdown report, me bitching every week about how it's fixed and this and that. Well, just maybe that everybody wants to think that it's going to be the Chiefs, um, or rather the Ravens and the 49ers because of the colors in my theory, but maybe it's fucked up because of the way that they're they're having people think. And if this, like I said to you guys, if this is not fixed, I will be happy. If the Ravens and 49ers do not play each other, I can say I'm a fan. Um, but you know, I, this one, this one's really tough to say. I don't think either game is an upset. I don't think either, either of these teams who won would be an upset if they win. Like if Kansas city beats Baltimore or Baltimore beats Kansas city, I don't, I don't think that's an upset. Um, as far as 
these are two great teams playing each other that are going to be there in the years to come. Detroit and San Francisco, if I have to choose one on here, I think that I think that it's gonna be I think it's gonna be the Detroit Lions coming in. No matter the, the the year that they've had, amazing year. I think that they come in and upset with not much experience, come in and upset the 49ers. That I think would be more of the upset. Kansas City walking into Baltimore and winning that game is not an upset to me. But now, another thought that they had brought up for anybody who not, did not hear the touchdown report yet was the simple fact that it's going to be Taylor Swift versus Eminem. You know, it could be Kansas City versus Detroit. And then if that's the case, you know, all right, then, then we know the shit's not fixed. Or maybe it is fixed that they wanted everybody to dump their money or whatever it is. But nevertheless, tomorrow is Championship Sunday. Who you got? Deacon and Kosho at gmail.com. Let me know. Whew, man. That was a good one. Um, our fun fact of the day here, all right, is tomorrow. Um, or sorry, not tomorrow. <laughs> Two days from now. I, I didn't like the uh, the simple fact of the uh, the whole week that led up to all like the depressing fun fact of the days of what day it was so yeah sorry tomorrow <laughs> all over the place I had one twenty nine written down at first and then I crossed that one out because I didn't like that one either it's been a real rough couple of ones I could have just set, made up any type of fun fact of the day and just said I just declared this but I thought it was cool to say that tomorrow on game day as well one twenty eight will be National Lego Day, or Lego Day. I don't know if it's worldwide or if it's national, whatever it is, but tomorrow's Lego Day. Also, along with Amy Day. Now, somebody who is named Amy has a special day tomorrow, but what about all the rest of the fucking people in the world, all right? So, (laughs) all the Amys out there, all the Lego fans, hope you have a wonderful day. That was our fun fact of the day there, all right? Let's get into this, all right? Let's do it. Brought down all my things that I had to talk about there. Um, if you want to talk about uh, something that could be thrown under the category as well of Met News here. The reason I brought up the Lego Day thing as well, because I know there's a lot of Lego fans out there. But there was some talks that fans were writing letters to Lego and maybe a discussion where the 72 season stage would be something that Lego was interested in building and releasing doing a partnership with Metallica. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, topic number one here, as I said, we're going to get into the name of the episode. The reason why this is the name of the episode is the Holy Grail. I haven't been with you guys in a couple of weeks, so I haven't got a chance to share any of the cool stuff that I, um, had gotten. Uh, once again, thank you everybody who, uh, for, uh, reaching out and wishing me a happy birthday on Deacon Day. Um, the Holy Grail was given to me by Nay. And I don't think that there's, that you can top this, okay, as a Metallica fan, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you can, I mean, of course, unless it's, unless it's you in the middle of a, uh, uh, 24, uh, by fucking 18, or 24 by 36, rather, excuse me, um, picture of you in the middle of all four members of the band, and I think that's the only way you'd top this, but a couple of holy grails, like, what is a holy grail to, to you guys, like, what do you, what do you, what do you, cherish the most and we've talked about different collections of different pieces on here but you know i have a lot a lot a lot a lot of great pieces okay a lot of things are plaqued framed 
Um, a lot of some things that aren't they're like knickknacks and stuff like different signs and that kind of thing. But when it comes to the Metallica stuff, all the albums are framed, all the posters are framed, and obviously there's a lot of collectible stuff. Um, a couple of people got back to me over the course of time, and I wanted to just announce this on air because I think it's the coolest thing ever. Um, our buddy Brett Headbangers Closet, hope you're doing well, pal. Um, he's got one of the coolest things ever that he, he's a big collector of the vinyls and the posters as well. Um, t-shirts and other cool stuff that goes along with all these bands. Doesn't just do it for Metallica, which is more impressive as well. Um, does it for all these guys, but he does have every different color Creeping Death single vinyl, which I thought was really, really cool and really special because it probably took him a shitload of time to do this and it was very expensive, uh, I'm sure as well. The other one I wanted to give a shout out to is one of our buddies, Martin from Minnesota, all right, St. Paul he's from, um, he has a original Master of Puppets vinyl signed by all four, uh, Cliff, James, Kirk, and Lars, um, yeah, that, that's the holy grail, that, 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 that literally is the holy grail, um, if you had a Ride the Lightning one, uh, that was an original that was signed, if you had, um, you know, a kill them all one that was an original assignment, all four, you know, I, I, or even if you had, you know, even if you had one that had Dave Mustaine on there, you know, uh, before Kirk Hammett, I'm sure that was one that, is, that was worth a, a shitload. That would be the ultimate Holy Grail. Um, but being, being that he has that, especially the Master of Puppets one, the tour that Cliff dies on, uh, um, I think that that's a Holy Grail. But um, a lot of the things that I have, you know, I have a lot of movie props. I have a lot of things that stuff in boxes that aren't coming out. Pops, action figures, that, that kind of stuff, like every other collector does, I'm sure. Uh, but I have two things that are cool. Um, as far as all my action figures go, I have stripes, blades, Joe Boo, Indiana Joneses, or those who don't know Joe Boo, Major League, yeah, the baseball guy's got something cool. I have an actual replica, it's not a replica, it's a prop from the movie that was used, it's numbered, uh, license of authenticity and certification as well, and it is an actual Joe Boo, it is, it is fucking awesome, but um, out, of, out of all that cool stuff and everything else, the my most uh, holy grail of, of action figures, dolls, or anything like that uh, is... A, a, a piece that Nadine got me, it wasn't a piece, it's a doll that Nadine got me uh, 11 years, 12 years ago, okay, um, where it's an original Matchbox Freddy Krueger doll, and this thing is appraised for over over $10,000, the market keeps fluctuating up and down, it says twenty nine ninety nine sticker, everything is on it, it's, if, if I had to rate it, I kept this, I got it in a, in, in a, a I would probably say, like, I got this thing um, in an 8.5 condition. Little damage, a little tear to the box. This thing has not left the cabinet that it's in. Um, I showed a few people when I first got it, but I don't take it out of the cabinet now, and it's protected and everything else. So that is my doll holy grail. But the holy grail of all Metallica posters, 24 by 36. When I opened this thing, I had to go to the store and get a separate frame for this, and this is this is huge. A lot of rearranging and everything that goes on with, with the posters and everything else that come in. Because once you frame these things, things are so beautiful that there's no way that you don't uh, hang them up. And I mean, I know people that don't have the room to hang them up um, and have a lot, a lot of collectible stuff. Um, only because of the, the fact that space is limited um, with the stuff and why it's not hung up. But for me, I can't have that. So I had this whole 24 by 36 takes up the one portion of the wall where I had two... Metallica posters that or the normal size posters for 
that one particular piece. This is how big it is. So you just put two pictures together plus the height of it. Again, this is 24 by 36. 36 by 24, whatever the fuck it is. I think it's 36 by 24. So anyway, it is the first show that I had ever went to at the Apollo Theater. It was a Sirius XM subscriber event only, and there's not many of them made or left in this type of condition. It was almost in a perfect condition, this thing. Um, so that, that to me is the holy grail. That's where it all started. This is where, so, you know, the conversation comes on and when we meet people on the road and, you know, sometimes Nadine will come on and, and say it on air, it, that she's caused the monster. Uh, it wasn't so much that she caused the monster. When you walk into something that you have no expectations, you have nothing, you have no idea what the fuck is about to happen to you. Okay. Um, it, it just kind of says a lot, all right, of what the band itself has meant to me. And as I mentioned, like, there's no, there's no way, like, unless you feel the same way that I feel, you can understand what I'm saying. You could go and say, okay, yeah, listen, I was blown away by a performance. This is the, I'm talking about, I was blown away by the first fucking note that I heard. And instantly, like the biggest drug that you could ever imagine, the ultimate deceiver, Hook, line, sink, that's it. Done. Fuck the everybody else's shit. And tension of proving the podcast going on four years now of me coming on air each week. And I thank you all once again. See, you didn't know when it was coming, but I told you, audience, I will thank you every show for believing in me and listening to me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not, it, it's just, <sighs> there's no better band out there. That's it. And then, and, and just, I'm going to leave it at that. So there, that is the Holy Grail. I want to know what you guys, what your Holy Grails are, what you guys consider, what you your collectible pieces are. I thank everybody who continues to email and, and whatnot as well. Um, and uh, I look forward to seeing a lot of you guys come up in the, in the tour this year. Uh, we're a couple months away. Uh, I wouldn't say a couple. Obviously, we're seven months away uh, for the North American side and four or five months away from the uh, European start. So, yeah, have an idea of what's going down more in a month or so, but um, I'm pretty sure I have an idea of what I'm doing. So I will share that with everybody else, but I'm looking forward to seeing you all. Now, let's get into topic number two here, okay? So topic number two here is just... Um, Got some new releases on music that, that have come out, all right? Um, I wanted to just touch on them a little bit because I know that uh, trying to keep things, obviously, in the, um, the you know, relevance of what's going on in the real world of these guys who are uh, turning around and those guys who are, um, you know, coming out with new music and would like to take some time to recognize that. So we got some new music coming out, all right? And... New music that has come out. You have new music from Justin Timberlake. I say that because this song is pretty good. And a lot of his solo stuff is good. When you get some of the branches that he has, obviously, of being a uh, you know member of a boy band, going on to a pop singer, having to sing about things that are going to keep him relevant with his audience. Yes, he did that. And then went on his own and did other things. He's done collaborations in rap game with 50 Cent and other rappers that where he just crushes it on these songs and really talented artists. I know it's very difficult for some people that may listen to this and say, is this guy serious coming on here saying this about Justin Timberlake? But I am because I wouldn't repeat it four times if I wasn't. Uh, Green Day and Judas Priest. 
Uh, Judas Priest new album, you know, uh, new release, new single, all that stuff. Crown um, of Horns. The the song itself, uh, you know, um, Trial by Fire. All right, it's this. You had three songs that were released from this: Crown of Horns, Trial by Fire, and Panic Attack. Now, listen, for those who aren't really crazy about Priest, all right, Trial by Fire sounds a lot like Slayer. Really does. And, you know, I've had this conversation many times on here, all right, with, you know, people who you turn around, all right, and, you know, you, you look at the aspect overall of, like, okay, well, you know, I'm not even going to get, going near that or giving that a chance. Well, sometimes, and just sometimes, that when you have to look at ba- look back at this, okay, you know that, if, especially from seeing these people, they're obviously not sounding the same exact way that they do on an album that they are live. Priest is obviously the prime example. This is pretty good. You will like this. I'm telling you that you will enjoy this, okay, if you turn around and give it a chance. I'm going to play a little bit of a clip now of each of these so that way you can hear and you'd make a determination yourself if you'd like to listen to it. And also, I can hear a lot of Iron Maiden there. You could also easily mistake that to be Bruce Dickinson. Now, Crown of Horns, you got three that are that have come out thus far. Panic Attack, Crown of Horns, the album's name, and uh, Trial by Fire. I think Trial by Fire is really the, the best one out of the three. And um, give it a shot. I mean, listen, it sounds Slayer's music, maybe a little bit of Maiden. I like the end, and then you could differentiate the end when... It's trial by fire, then at that point, you know it's Rob Halford and not Bruce Dickinson. I like that part. But, I mean, very easy to listen to. Four minutes and 21 seconds. Not bad. Next up, Green Day and Saviors. This is the new album from them. Um, I'm not fully through getting uh, to the end of it yet. I will, and then we'll uh, definitely talk some more about that of what songs to go to um uh, off that album but you know as as of right now um you know <sighs> you got a couple of singles that came off here the one-eyed bastard um that was uh, one of the singles that came off here and, and you know it, listen green day has been one of my favorites for a very long time uh, a lot of their albums a lot of their stuff that came out it started becoming the political uh, aspect of things, and I, I branched away from that because I really didn't want to hear that. But yeah, this is um, it's definitely an album to check out if you guys are looking for new music.
that was Saviors came out on January the 19th. Um, did this cool concert in the subways of New York City. Uh, really cool. I mean, like, it's just, you know, that's, I guess you could say that's new, modern, old, slash, vintage Green Day. The voice has definitely, obviously, changed over the years. Um, but I do... I do see that uh, there's a lot of good songs, or I would say at least five good songs that I've heard thus far off this album. Check it out, still relatively new. Now, I wasn't kidding before about the new song from Justin Timberlake, but I will spare all of you who are not fans of that kind of music from listening to it. But for those that are, please go check it out if you haven't heard it already. That is going to do it for topic number two, bringing us down into the most beloved favorite topic on the Deacon & Co. show, Genius of the week. Now, a lot of a lot of things happen. All right, so the controversy of the leakage of the Super Bowl, where there were a couple of networks that showed something live that said that uh, uh, Reba McIntyre, Usher, and I forget who the other person was, are going to perform at the Ravens Forty Niners halftime Super Bowl show. Well, they're already leaking it, so now I can understand why. Okay, the NFL may turn around and change this and do what they did because of this fuck-up. I really think that if this is true and not just a rumor, not only are you genius of the week, the NFL should sue you and you should never have a radio broadcasting or a news station ever again. And three, um, just once again that my theory of going on air each week and now saying now that the NFL is fixed has come true. I don't want the NFL to listen to this, okay? I mean, I want you to listen to it, the NFL, please. And, and let me be one of your fucking analysts because we're all tired of listening to Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart because they don't have a fucking clue how to commentate a game. Really, they are the worst. I, If anybody follows me on my personal account, okay, I, I slander these guys. Not slander, but I will call them out on every single mistake and bash them every time because I'm tired of it. And this is... You know, th this is who Fox considered their, quote, best two anchors to announce a football game. And there's chances are we're going to have to hear these assholes tomorrow as well. But nevertheless, I don't want the NFL to think that because I'm coming on here saying that it's fixed, that I'm not going to watch or not still be a fan or not gamble on this because you're fucking out of your mind. Especially if what I've said comes true. <laughs> you don't think the plan was already formulated to put some wagers on this if this was true? You're out of your fucking minds. So for for me to sit here and be upset about it is only on the side of the fact that you not, you're doing a worse job than professional wrestling of hiding the fact that this is fucking fake and those guys are making it look real. Literally. And it's really disturbing as a fan. Um, I don't want to have to go to my artist, uh, my, you know, my tattoo artist, and tell him that I need to have my leg tattooed now because I no longer believe it's something that's fake. Everybody starts off once in their life believing in Santa Claus is real as well, right? But that's exactly what it feels like. I feel more betrayed. So, T-Bone, I'm with you, buddy. Let's go Lions, all right? Just to prove that it's not fixed, I will be so happy and relieved. Jesus Christ. Whew! It's one of those things, right? You go on there and I get these people... Who are like you? You, you kind of say that term a lot, not not in the religious aspect of it. I don't mean to say that. I try not to say it. It's just one of those things that happen often. But I've been good lately with it. So we'll move forward with that genius of the week here. So that could be considered one, but I, that wasn't the one I gave you guys. Of course not. Another drug story, and I'm waiting on a couple of people to get back to me. All right, 
because I'm going to start targeting this particular spot to be something that is like recorded or something that happens there that is made more publicly or maybe even just tell them myself what goes on. So this morning, um, as I was doing the laundry, okay, um, literally, literally walking is pouring rain out, all right, and the lady comes up to me with a friend of mine, uh, says, um, you got to make sure you keep an eye on your clothes. Now, drop the clothes off, go do get coffee, breakfast, do some errands, sometimes grocery shop in the meantime, then come back. But as of recently, Decaholics, I have not felt safe leaving the clothes there. All right? So she comes up and tells me that there's that she's pointing to somebody who's going in the machines and stealing people's clothes. So now what he does, and they and she now shows me the picture on a, her phone from, I guess this is like the laundromat mafia, where she has a couple of friends that work in another location. Maybe the owner owns it, whatever. Whatever the scenario is, okay? Who took a picture of this guy on camera going into the, the dryers and just putting clothes on the table. Not suspicious at all. Just going to look around to see anybody's not there. Take their clothes. He's going to fold them. As if they were his, he's not going to just throw them in a bag and rush out. But this is fucking nuts. So this guy's wanted on Long Island for laundromat stealing, or laundromat theft, rather, right? Of going around stealing people's clothes out and right out of the dryer. Like, this is just unbelievable. Some people could argue and make the mistake, you know, the argument, not the mistake, like me. And be like, you know, hey, listen, don't leave your fucking clothes unattended. There's signs all over the place that say it. I've been going to this place a long time, as you guys know, all right? I know all the people in there um, on a laundromat appreciation day or a laundromat attendant appreciation day. I could turn around right now and have them come on the show. You could ask them if I buy them breakfast and coffee on that day, and I do because I appreciate those guys because there's times where I've gone places that have been even more sketchier than that. <sighs> Hopefully. Soon, a few months away. Get the house. Then I'll have my own laundry washing machine. Then I don't have to worry about that fucking bullshit. Now, it's not like I don't have access to one where I live. It's that the machine itself takes too much electric, takes too much time to dry my clothes. I have to basically put in, you know, a small amount of clothes to get it done. I don't operate like that. It takes me literally one hour to get the laundry done, and that's it. Don't have to worry about what I put in the machines. They're not my fucking machines. I'm not running the electric. Paying three bucks to do it. That's the way to do it. That's why I continue to go there. Ugh. If I would have seen this individual going in to get the clothes, like I had some of the other folks in the other stories, I, I don't know what would have happened. Because, you know, <laughs> I really don't know at that current moment if I would have been okay to not flip out and, and strangle somebody. But at that time in the morning, you got to be really out of your mind. Now, I can understand like that if you turn around and you did this, where let's just say hypothetically that you would turn around and go in and leave your clothes, because that happens all the time. I see people, you know, I get, like I said, I go do things really early, get in there. When I first come in there, there's got to be at least 10 machines that have clothes still in it. 
Now, if you leave your clothes there, is that the same thing? Now, get back to me on this, deaconacosho.gmail.com. If you leave your clothes there, it says it's not responsible for anything that, you know, left in the, in the dryers, you basically could just go hop from laundromat to laundromat and go get yourself a brand new wardrobe. I'm sure that you're bound to find the right size in one of these laundromats that leave 10 things on the last wash that come back the next day to get it. Is that stealing? I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I'm not going to go wear somebody else's drawers. I think it's fucking disgusting. There's just the thought that you, what do you want to do with my underwear? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what are you trying to do with it? You know, just terrible. Just, just fucking terrible. Genius of the week? Absolutely. Meaning behind the lyric. And, and thank you all so much for the positive feedback on this. I mean, a lot of people who really, really love this one, this new segment of this, all right? Um, let's get into it here. I'm going to do one here. Uh, just continue on with Kill Em All. Let's go to track number two, which would be The Four Horsemen. So this should be a good one. See what they got to say about The Four Horsemen. As I just mentioned, obviously, it is track number two off of the debut album, Kill Em All. And um, a lot of interesting things about The Four Horsemen. All right? Um, one of the things that The Four Horsemen brings... All right, is a different writer on this. All right, somebody who only has three song credits, three or four. All right, um, Dave Mustaine. I love the riff on this, and we'll get into some of the, of, of the actual lyrics behind it and everything else, or the meaning behind it. But this is just an amazing song. When they did the tribute show to Johnny and Marsha, they did not play this song or the other songs that Dave Mustaine was a part of. Thought it was kind of fucked up. I understood why they did it. Everybody's all buddies and stuff now, especially because everybody's getting paid or whatever it is. But this is a song that I definitely felt they should have played at that show, the tribute show. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of my favorites, um, and it sucks, like, you know, that, that this ha had not had to be skipped out or whatever the scenario is here, okay? Um, but, starts off here, uh, Four Horsemen, James Hetfield, Lars Ulrich, and Dave Mustaine. So, obviously, on this one, we have um, the vocals with James, Kirk on the electric guitar, Cliff um, with the bass guitar, and Lars... Um, some credits to this, obviously, uh, offered is, uh, was obviously one of the, I would, I would say definitely one of the different, most unique riffs that Metallica has, uh, come from this song. And, uh, you know, it's a shame that it couldn't be the way it was. The song written by Dave Mustaine 
would live on after the departure from the group. And rightfully so, because this is in your fucking face. You just heard it. The tempo. This is one of the fastest songs that they have, all right? The genesis behind the song, The Mechanics, was written by Dave Mustaine and introduced to the group during the first writing sessions. This is an oldie. When I got into Metallica, he explained, we didn't have a lot of songs. We were just playing cover songs by Killing Joke, Sweet Savage, and a lot of Diamond Head. And we played my originals. The Mechanics quickly became a classic for fans. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, when Mustaine left the band in April 1983, Metallica decided to keep the song and modify it somewhat. First of all, the changing of the original lyrics Mustaine had written. The lyrics about... A horny gas station attendant because I was a horny gas station attendant. I was a teenager living down in the Huntington Beach Harbor, and the girls would come into the gas station driving these really expensive cars and bikinis. Fuck, are you kidding me? And that's back when they had full service. So you would wash the windows, and they would sit there uh, in their bikinis, and you got to check them out while uh, you were sitting in their cars. The guitarist remembered. Developing, um, oh, sorry, delving into memories of his childhood when his parents made him study the Bible. James Hetfield borrowed the image of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, representation of death, famine, war, and conquest, to produce lyrics more profound than those of Hit the Lights, thus lying the foundations for songwriting based on his readings and above all on his personal history. The production of this, when Lars Ulrich introduced the mechanics to the other members of Metallica, he felt an instrumental part following the inst uh, the traditional pattern of the verses and the choruses would be written to open up the song. Davis' name had come to the rehearsal that day with Cliff Burton, who was the member of the band and had an idea of both mischievous and ingenious. I've been re uh, listening to Leonard Skinner in the car with Cliff and I figured, okay, I'll play some Sweet Home Alabama, he'll never know. And Lars was like, fuck man, that's the greatest part ever. And so I went, oh my god, you're kidding. So the mechanics with Sweet Home Alabama in the beginning is where we finally know now as the Four Horsemen. Wow. Now, <laughs> is that is that not crazy to think that Sweet Home Alabama was the idea behind the Four Horsemen? Wow. That is fucking mind-blowing. And one other note here. Um, Dave Mustaine offered his own version of the mechanics in June of 1985 on Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good, the first album from his band, Megadeth. Wow. Wow. Damn. I can understand now why this is a favorite or a new favorite segment of the show because, shit, I don't think anybody knew that unless you were a Metallica hardcore fan, including myself. See, I'm learning something every single day here. Produce down in the Rapids, Decaholics. Who is playing on Super Bowl Sunday? This would be Super Bowl 58. Oh, I'm saying the NFL's fixed. Ravens, Niners. Rapid number two. Best season on the True Detective series. Oh, nine out of ten times you always go with the original first. It's the best one. And the original is the best one. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Fucking nail it out of the park. I know they're producers and executives on all of this shit as well. They fucking nailed it with their performances. If you haven't seen it, you guys got some homework to do for the rest of the weekend. All right. Rapid number three here and our last rapid of the day. Coolest Lego ever owned. I'm not a Lego guy. I don't have any Legos. I never owned any Legos. I had building blocks and I had all kinds of other Lincoln logs and all that kind of shit, but not a Lego guy. 
if they do a release some type of Lego with Metallica, where they're going to do the 72 Stevens, 72 Seasons, not 72 Stevens, 72 Seasons stage, then I will turn around and I will get that and put it together and then buy one to have it not put together. So as a collectible and my enjoyment to maybe look while I'm taking a shit, I'll put it in my bathroom. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Corner of positivity here, okay? I took one from Dave Mustaine. I thought it was good, all right? What I couldn't say verbally, I was able to express through the guitar. Wow! Now, I know this was said later in life, but wow, that was pretty fucking good, Dave Mustaine. If you weren't such a tyrant, then things would be different. Maybe you would still be in Metallica, but just too disruptive. Um, When we broke down the interchanges of how many changes that Megadeth had and how many changes that Slayer had and how many of the um, changes that were done by Anthrax as well, sometimes it just doesn't happen with the egos. and, And, you know... Metallica wasn't having it, and listen, as great as those three title credits and song credits that he gets credit for, the band was much better without him, obviously. Still, you can't take away from anything that the the talent um, or anything that comes along with Dave Mustaine. Super talented, and, um, you know, Megadeth are friends, I guess. Who knows? But anyway, that's going to do it for (laughs) Exit. That's going to do it for episode 153. Uh, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Be back with you guys next week. Going to be on a rant and rave, maybe, maybe not. But enjoy uh, the touchdown report if you haven't already. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy game day. And stay safe wherever you are. Follow me on the main social, Deacon and Co. Show, Instagram and Twitter. X, Deacon and Co. Show, gmail.com. Get back to me with everything that I requested, please. More importantly, subscribe, follow, leave a good comment, because that is all appreciated. But for now, Deacon is out.